Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I am so glad you are here. I'm a mom of nine kids, and I truly believe that motherhood is a great and holy calling. We moms are anointed by the Lord to do a valuable work for the kingdom, raising the next generation of valiant, mighty men and women of God. Rejoicing in motherhood is more than just having fun with our kids, though that's definitely a part of what we want to talk about. But it is reveling in the beauty and the glory of the role God has placed us in as a mother. Every week, you are going to be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to walk out your everyday life with grace and purpose. So come on, let's get started. My friends, welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We are going to be finishing up this little series we've been doing on rest today. Today, I just wanted to share a few ideas with you for not only when to get some sleep, but how to improve the quality of your sleep. And I also want to talk about what I personally do and what works for me best if I ever have pregnancy insomnia. Because if you've ever been pregnant, you know there can be times when you wake up in the middle of the night for seemingly no reason, and then you just cannot go back to sleep. So we're going to talk about that at the end, and I'm just going to share what I do and what I have found works the best for me. So let's just start in with some ways to get the best quality sleep that we possibly can as moms with little children who are likely either being wakened in the middle of the night by a baby to nurse or by little children who need help or who need to go to the bathroom or who've had a dream or any number of things, any number of reasons that they may wake us up. So one of the ways that is really helpful for being able to go to sleep and fall asleep is to limit the amount of light going into your eyes in the evening, specifically the amount of blue light, which comes from LED light bulbs, which comes from screens of all all shapes and sizes, whether that's TV, phones, computer, whatever that may be. Now, there are lots of different ways to do this. I think, obviously, the simplest way is just to give yourself a break from any screen time about an hour before you go to bed. There are also all kinds of glasses that you can wear that are blue light blocking glasses that help your eyes relax and help limit that the amount of blue light that's going into your eyes. And the reason it's blue light that's a, a concern or that can cause you to feel more awake is because blue light is what we're getting early in the day. And so if our bodies are still getting the signal in the evening that it's early in the day, it's going to be harder for our hormones and everything else that works together to give us a good night's sleep to get the signal that it is time to rest. I have even heard of people who choose to use only candlelight after the sun goes down and 
I've, I, this is new to me. I have never done this, but I do find it so interesting. Like think about when you're camping and if you, if you've ever been camping when you're out and it's dark and all you have is maybe a flashlight or a fire and you just wind down so nicely as your body is able to get used to the gradual, the the gradual darkness, and then that warm orange light of a fire. It's just very peaceful and relaxing. So I don't use candles exclusively at night, but I do love the idea. Okay, another way that is super interesting is that actually getting outside before noon improves your night sleep. This is not only true for moms, this is true for everybody. In fact, all of these things are true for everybody. So they even work on our children. But getting outside in the morning, sometime before noon, in the natural light outside, helps our bodies to set their natural rhythm of daytime and nighttime. And so we get that good morning light into our eyes, even if it's overcast, even if it's raining, if you get outside and you get some of that morning light in your eyes, it actually helps your body set the circadian rhythm and get you in a right rhythm for resting when it's time to rest. Now for the third way, did you know that a bedtime snack can actually help you sleep? Yes, it is true, but it does matter what kind of snack you're having. So the ideal bedtime snack is something that is high in protein and high in calcium. So something like yogurt, a piece of cheese, you know, the old cup of warm milk, something like that at night before you go to sleep actually can help your, it helps regulate your blood sugar and it just helps your body find that rest and peace that it needs to be able to fall asleep and stay asleep. I find that really interesting and that's going to come up again when I talk about pregnancy and sleep. But the final point I want to bring up here relating to being able to fall asleep and stay asleep well is taking a bath. Taking a warm bath in the evening is actually a really great way to tell your body that it's time to sleep. The process of our bodies going from warm to cool as you get in a warm bath and then you get out and your body cools down, it kind of mimics the daytime, right? We have the daytime, it's warmer in the morning and the afternoon, and then it slowly cools down into the evening. And so it, our, when we take a bath, it, our bodies kind of mimic that warmth to cool, and it actually scientifically helps your body to sleep. You can also add some, like some essential oils, some lavender, some chamomile, something like that, that is very soothing and relaxing. And those things can benefit that whole process as well. So aren't those interesting? I've just learned these things as I've, I don't know, learned about sleep and how I sleep and have just learned a lot of these things from other people. And so it's been really interesting to kind of take them and put them all together and see what works in the season that I'm in and really 
improving the quality of my own sleep and even of my children and my husband. Like everybody works better on a good night's sleep. So speaking of a good night's sleep, what do you do when you're pregnant or or anytime and you have that pregnancy insomnia? Man, that is the worst when you wake up in the middle of the night, either to go to the bathroom or just for seemingly no reason at all. And then you lie there with your eyes closed and you cannot go back to sleep for hours. This is what I have chosen to do. And this is what works best for me. If I do that thing where I just wake up and I cannot go back to sleep after just a few minutes, I have learned that it works best for me to just get up. And then I incorporate several of those tips that we talked about previously into the middle of the night. One of the things I do is I will get out of my bed. I will usually walk into another room in my house, like go into the kitchen or something and sit where I am cooler, where my body can cool down. And even in the wintertime, like my bed is nice and warm and I walk out into the kitchen, it's much cooler. And so I'll just sit there in the kitchen and let my body cool down. Oftentimes I will get myself a high protein, high calcium snack, like some yogurt, like maybe with some blueberries in it, um, or a piece of cheese or something like that. And I will just sit there at the table, letting my body return to that cooler state eat my little snack. And then sometimes I will even turn on really low lights and just read a book that I don't have to think very much about. So often it will be something like a simple fiction book that's just entertaining. And I don't have to, but it's not so involved that I have to stay up and read it. Does that make sense? So then when I feel myself getting tired, I will just quietly turn off the light, put my book down, walk back to my bed, lie down and get all comfy and then go back to sleep. And that is what I have found works best for me. I used to just lie there and fight it and say to myself, no, you have to stay in bed. You will fall asleep eventually. And I would fall asleep eventually, but oftentimes it was at like five o'clock in the morning and I was nearly ready to get up at that point. And I would find my day just being really, really exhausted. But instead of fighting it like that, I now just choose to get up. I have this little routine and then go back to bed. And it works so much better. As a bonus, I will often then when I get back in bed, I will put my hand on my husband and just the act of just like touching his shoulder as I'm trying to fall asleep it releases oxytocin and it just helps me relax and fall asleep that much quicker. Either that or nursing my baby. So if I'm nursing my baby in the nighttime, and you'll probably find this too, when you nurse a baby, your body is releasing oxytocin, which is the love hormone. And it actually just makes you feel really secure and really safe. And it just relaxes your whole body and helps you fall asleep. So those are kind of bonuses, right? Being able to just put my hand on my husband and fall asleep or nurse a baby and fall asleep. And what a gift God has given us in these hormones that he's put into our bodies to just help us relax and fall asleep. 
I hope some of these have been helpful for you. If you happen to be in a season right now where you're struggling a little bit with sleep or your children are struggling a little bit with sleep, I would love to hear which ones of these you want to try and how they work for you guys. So you can reach me on Instagram at rejoicing in motherhood. Go ahead and send me a DM or make a post and tag me in it and let me know what things are working well for you. Or you can always email me and you can do that right through my website, kirstenbossler.com. My friend, I bless you today with rest and I bless you with the joy of the Lord, that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. I love you, my friend, and I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you are encouraged or learned something, why don't you share this with a friend? Oh, and another thing. My mom would love to connect with you more on her website, kirstenvossler.com. While you are there, you can sign up for her email list, read her blog, or check out the show notes. Have a great week. See you next time.